everyone, and welcome into Living Liberty Today, episode 29, entitled Shots. Yes, S-H-O-T-S, Shots. I could use one right now, and I imagine you could too, but that's not the purpose of this title today. It's all about the COVID and what's sweeping the nation. Well, maybe at a lower or slower than uh, suggested or anticipated pace. Anyway, we'll get into that a little bit later. But I do want to mention at this point, we're slightly more than three weeks left in winter, according to that wily rodent in Pennsylvania. And uh, maybe sooner than three weeks, according to Buckeye Bob, which is my local expert, I suspect they're both wrong. But on the other hand, in defense of the groundhogs, which we used to consider pests when I lived on the farm and was growing up, but according to those groundhogs, I would say they're probably as close to being right or correct as any politician is about anything going on in our nation, our localities, and our globe today. It seems like um, they all have strong ideas and perspectives, none of which are very functional or usable or reliable. And so here we are grabbing our own rear ends, trying to make sense of it all when they can't make any sense at all. So it provides us with quite a conundrum as we stagger forward trying to determine where we go, you go, I go, from here going forward. You know, typically when you're trying to determine a course of action, you want to get all the information you can get, and then you want to look at it, analyze it, and determine which information is the more credible and which information can you rely on when you're moving forward. Well, I would argue, given a plethora of opinions and theories and uh, novice ideas floating around out there, you're better off just going to your gut, going to your gut natural instincts, getting down to your heart, boring down there, finding out what is best for you and the people you love. What is the most reasonable, and I put that in quotes, most reasonable course of action for you to go forward based upon your sense of the way things are going and what's best for you? Ignore where the trends are. Ignore what the politicos and ignore what the experts say because as I have detected, and you have too, I'm sure, over the course of your life, Experts may be very effective and very knowledgeable in one tiny speck of knowledge, yet when they venture into fields afar from theirs, their expertise diminishes dramatically. And so listening to experts, listening to politicians who aren't experts in anything except perhaps winning elections, can be faulty, can be Faulty reasoning. Yes, you want to know what the politicians have in mind as they try to 
plan a strategy going forward and how that may impact you on a personal or economic or social level. So you want to get a clue of, of the directions they're going just so you can react and protect yourselves and your families and the people you love uh, from all the mayhem, chaos, and distortions they're going to be generating in the days going forward. But you certainly shouldn't rely on them for expertise and information because theirs are based sometimes on faulty premises. I should say often on faulty premises. And very few of them have a ground rock basis or foundation of principle from which they make their decisions and their lofty pronouncements. So I would encourage you to sift through all the information out there and then let it go right down to your gut and your heart and determine what is best for you and those you love. Okay, let's get into a few things that I think may have an impact on us going forward, certainly have an impact on us today and and probably with long-term effect. The COVID inoculations have begun. Now, uh, right now, we're dealing with two major uh, COVID, quote, vaccine, vaccine suppliers, although they're not vaccines, they're inoculations. We have two primary suppliers, and they're out there being distributed rather unevenly, state by state, individual states, as we would expect in a federalist system are having different priorities or generating different priorities in the distribution of the vaccines once they get there. Other states, even if they don't have their priority system fully established, are having difficulty getting the vaccines out because of weather delays and things of that nature, causing their distribution and logistical systems to be faulty. Nevertheless, there is some progress going forward in the vaccination thing. Oddly, a lot of healthcare workers and members of the military are declining the vaccinations. I, I applaud that because if you have doubt about the efficacy of something, you probably shouldn't inject it into your body to find out what the long-term side effects may be going forward. And, uh, if you have a sincere concern about uh, the after effects and side effects, you probably uh, should not get involved in it. On the other hand, the powers that be, those who hold the gavels, those who hold the hammers, and those who have most of the high-powered firearms in the United States are going to insist that you either be vaccinated and showing proof thereof, carrying your little card around with you, or you will be denied access to certain things we've taken for granted in the past, like uh, perhaps flying on an airline or something of that nature, perhaps leaving the border from the nation to go to, say, Canada or Mexico or some other place. You may need proof of vaccination, as they call it, to... uh, do those simple things we used to take for granted in the past. It may even come down to the point where certain states may restrict your ability to enter them if you don't have, quote, proof of vaccination. 
a side benefit going forward. It appears that our natural herd immunity is getting stronger and better. The testing procedures are finally at the point where they're being recognized as some of them uh, were overly uh, positive in the nature of their results. Uh, I think it's a 43-cycle test gives too many false positives. A 32-cycle test is the one that appears to be the most accurate. And uh, so many labs around the nation are now tweaking their testing procedures down to that lower cycle to give a more reasonable uh, picture of where we stand in the, in the positive tests going forward. Also, we're finding that in some cases, people who have had the COVID in the past may be re-getting or reacquiring it, and others who maybe have had the vaccine, I should say the inoculation, are also getting it. But on the good side, on the bright side of this whole mess, is even though with the variant strains being or springing up in places around the globe and, and certainly in the United States, that it appears the overall effect of the virus may be weakening which means that its impact on us as individuals, whether we have comorbidities or in a certain age group or whatever, may be lessened to a degree. I've told you in the past I'm a nearly a 75-year-old type 1 diabetic. Even with COVID at its most virulent stage, um, I still had more than a 90% survival rate. Again, we don't know what other impacts it may have on my lungs or other organs in my body. But what the hell? I'm old. I don't care. Bring it on. Let's get go forward and let's continue to live life. But it is a conundrum for you. Make your informed choice what's best for you and those you love. I would look at it in a local community context. You know, don't don't look at what's going on in Somalia or Uganda or Mexico, or Colombia, or Brazil, or California. Look at what's going on around your community and then make a, a, a reasonable choice about whether or not you want to go forward with it. Also, given all the constraints you may face in the future if you don't get that glorious shot. Looking at cryptocurrency that we talked about last week, I find it interesting that a lot of brokerages and banks are now investing in crypto, and we know some huge corporate entities have plopped some money into crypto. Certain accounting people, people in, the, in that world, are kind of concerned because it's difficult to trace and give a full picture of the financial status of a company or even a government or a bank for that matter. Uh, when they're holding a certain amount of cryptocurrency, which may or not be may or may not be traceable, I also find it interesting that brokerage houses and banks are investing heavily in gold. Some of them, not all of them. So uh, that's going to give us some insight going forward. How others in a in a, probably a stronger position than you or me see the economy going forward. 
And uh, just from a perspective of a, of an analyst or someone who wants to reflect and see what's going on and write history in 20, 30, or 50 years, um, this is going to be a critical element of time or a critical space in here with that we can look back on and see what the telltale signs going on in the greater world of finance and economics, uh, what those told us, and we may not have a clear picture yet of what they mean. Contrarians, rebels, malcontents, disruptors, and conspiracy theorists. Uh, yes, that those definitions, I should say, have been broadened immensely so that certain high-tech uh, platforms and social platforms and government agencies and bureaus are now broadening the definition of what those terms mean, and you could be on it if you're a contrarian when it comes to, say, the inoculation, or if you're a contrarian when it comes to following certain meaningless, silly rules and so forth, you can find yourself put on a persona non grata list. So be careful, watch that very closely. I wouldn't tell you to redefine your life. I'd tell you just to be more aware of what's going on and how more broadly defined these things have become. Finally, I want to tell you, you may have detected a little change in my attitude and positions and what I think about things. I've I may have seemed to become more mellowed in a sense, and I have, because I found out that vitriol really doesn't solve a lot. All it does is build walls between others and me and communication, and I have no opportunity, no chance to convince them or to at least get them to consider other options if I've already built a wall of distrust and skepticism. So I'm backing off on that a little bit. It's because I learned a lot from an outfit called um, Architects in Being. And I want you to look at it. I should say Architects of Being. Go to btu360.com. That's B as in Betty, T as in Tom, U as in us, 360.com. Check it out. Tell me what you think. Drop me a note if you can. Well, that's Living Liberty for today. Uh, looking forward to spring. We'll catch you the next time. Live free, be free. I'm Charlie Earle.